Welcome back to the Kick and Post YouTube channel and podcast. This is Teal and Steel episode 18. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we'll be sticking to an audio only version for now. Hopefully, we'll be able to drop the visual version in about a week and a half or two. All right, enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the Kick and Post YouTube channel and podcast with your host, Jamal Thompson and Matt Avila. We're back. Teal and Steel episode 17, I'm pretty sure. You know, I had to check. I said, I hope you would know. You just said that you were going to go look. Yeah, I might still be off. But we're back to talk Teal and Steel Dynasty League. Like we said on the previous episode, we drafted the vets. The rookie draft is set in terms of order. But now we're going to go and kind of review what some of the teams look like, what assets they have, what's some of the stuff we like on some teams, where they got certain players, um, how well they did in the draft, in my opinion, in terms of like accruing value. We're going to look at some teams that were kind of confused on what the plan was. Um, so we'll start with the 101. Um, the 101 is a. Uh, do I say names? Should I say names? You can. I'm pretty sure it's not. It's like it's not a big deal. I would think. Oh, um, it was a uh, Mr. Joshua. He uh, took Patrick Mahomes at the 101. I would say that's a. This is a super flex league, dynasty. Sure. <laughs> I sure. mean, that no. I really don't have any complaints there. I mean, you could have gone him. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. If you really wanted the rushing. If you want the rushing upside. upside. Um, but, like, he was the QB1 last year in fantasy, I'm pretty sure. So, you're yeah. not really. I think he'll be the QB1 in fantasy or QB top three in fantasy as long as he's healthy for a very long time. So, yeah. I don't think that's where I'll pick it up. Yeah, really, this, I really have no complaints there. You, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, number two, Josh Allen. Take the right pick. We're doing the right thing. Third is Joe Burrow. Still doing the right thing. I think that's the right, the right call. And um, fourth is Jalen Hurts. Um, exactly. You did guy. make a point. You skipped over 103 for a little bit. But the 103 was actually traded. This, this oh, yeah. You want to you dive? We can talk about By the way, this is probably the most trading I've seen in a draft ever. Uh, I don't know if that's just me, but I see names flying all over the place. It's not easy to follow. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, the 103 is uh, Bobby Woods traded with Cinnabron. So now Cinnabron got the 110, the 2-3, and the, he kept his 210. So Bobby Woods ended up having the 1-3, but pretty much tanked till the 3-3, three, three, which is very, very interesting. He took Saquon at the 3-3. If there's ever a good third round pick... Is, to be honest, he did get a good third round. Yeah, but I do want to emphasize, I'm, I don't know, in a situation that I'm not used to somebody being okay, not getting that 210 back. So that was very interesting. It's very odd, and I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't love the idea, but... I think he know. just wanted to solidify that he would get the 1-3. And to be fair, he didn't get Joe Burrow, Saquon Barkley, and... Chris Olave and T. Higgins. So he solidified himself a good RB1 and two pretty good receivers and a top five quarterback. Do I love how he did it? Maybe not, but I think for what he did, he handled it pretty well. Yeah, you look at the other side, though, you end up with a Justin Fields and A.J. Brown, if I'm not mistaken, with those two picks. Yeah, if I have and to I think pick that's a, a huge come up as well. And you get to keep your 210. Why did he get a 210? Retail. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm good with that trio. I will agree that uh, Cinnabron's trio 
Which one? Which one do you think is better, for real? Like, do you think Brees Hall, Justin Fields, Nature Brown? Well, you gotta you gotta kind of do the picks that are involved. I wouldn't go as deep as trio. You're looking at what were those picks? One person could have had, say, Joe Burrow, and what was that? The two ten. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Um. And Saquon. And Saquon, I guess. And then the other trio. Well, I... it, it's tough to say. It, it, it's it's a very interesting decision by yeah. Bobby Woods. It's uh, something that I don't think I've ever seen someone not get the two ten back. Yeah. But I think on both sides, you guys did what you could get. And both guys are really good players. I just yeah. I would personally take. I, I just Justin think... Fields, and obviously some stuff happened afterwards to make this even more weighted in Justin Fields' favor. But I would have gone with Justin Fields, AJ Brown, and Brees Hall. Okay, I respect that. I, 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 but to be fair, I can see going Joe Burrow, Saquon, and then taking a Chris Olave. I, I can but see that it, pick was already going. there. You're adding it. In. My thing is, he didn't like acquire the Chris Olave pick. He just missed out on the two ten. Yeah. Am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. Yeah, no, so you're not tripping. We can't add like. No, you're right. He could have gone like a a Joe Burrow, and then he could have taken his own Brees Hall, and then you know. And then later, if he would have kept that 3-3, three, three, he would be looking at the Crystal Lobby or somebody like that. You know, I, I, I see what you're saying. It, it's a very interesting pick. Uh, I, I personally wouldn't have probably done that. I would have kept the 1-3 um, Cinebron. But Cinebron was able to get some good stuff out of it. And Bobby Woods, he got some decent stuff. Um, yeah, continuing, we got Jalen Hurts at the 1-4. Got Lamar Jackson at the 1-5. Got Justin Herbert at the one six. I think that's the right first, you know, few quarterbacks. Um, Noel finally took somebody else other than a quarterback and took Justin Jefferson. That's the right right receiver. That's the right receiver to take at the first. <laughs> yeah. And then you took Trevor Lawrence. You know, I, I, I predictable. With, I struggled with that pick a little bit. Predictable. I'm not gonna lie. I struggled with that pick a little bit. And I think if it wasn't Team with Steel, I would have taken Justin Fields there. Really? Yeah. Because of the, the dual, his ability as a runner is just so electric. It is. This is fantasy. And yeah. I love Trevor Lawrence and all the weapons and all of that. But the ability as a runner is just yeah. invaluable in fantasy. So, like, I don't know. But no, I, I, I don't think I missed. I, I don't think either way. You could have gone either way. You're looking at both top ten guys, potential top five guys. Like, they're both... At the same one, at the same level, in my opinion. I think the longevity aspect for Trevor is what sold me too. Obviously, I feel like his style of play, and with how they're building this offense around him, I can look back at this league in three or four years, and if we start a new draft in three or four years, Trevor could be the guy that's in that top six, that top five. You know, you could see probably a little bit of regression for like Lamar in three or four years. Yeah, and he could slip right into that top five. So I agree. Um, and then after that, we have another trade. Mm-hmm. It was um, Jacob. He traded was Josh, Joshua. So he he gave up his one nine to retrieve the two twelve and the three one, and Josh ended up getting the one nine. So he had two first round picks, pretty much. Um, but Jacob was able to keep the two four for himself. So Josh ended up getting Jamar Chase at the one nine. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right choice for the second receiver. Um, next. Another another fucking trade. Oh my god. 
<laughs> it's hard to read. <laughs> you figure it out. Um, and then, oh, no, 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 this is a Cinnabon one. <laughs> we already talked about it. This man was getting for no reason. This, oh, this man's all over the place. Um, but then, yeah, so Cinnabon took Justin Fields. Then it was uh, my pick. I took CD right here. I know that it's kind of debatable, but he's young and he he's one of the best younger receivers that also has that potential to be top five. Um, I wanted to go receivers at the beginning. You know, when you see all the quarterbacks in the beginning, in the beginning go, you have that chance to take some of the best licks you can at some of the other skill positions. And going into this draft, I wanted the two best receivers for myself. I think CD is the primary number one over there. Not much competition. At, you know, on that team, young as well. So I thought that was the best pick for me. I know that you're not a big fan of CeeDee Lamb. I know you're not a big fan of that pick for me. Uh, I guess I could have gone some different routes, but um, I like the age that I got with him. Have so. you seen the recent news for um, Stephon Diggs? Why do you always uh, tell me these things on yeah, camera? Because I like the reaction. So It's not that recent anymore. You could have already seen it. Diggs and followed the Bills. Well, we'll see what happens, but I'm not sure. You know what team he followed? Who? The Cowboys. If anything happens in that mix. All right, then I will be selling. <laughs> you will I'll be a seller of one of the two. I will be selling one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to that, bro. I, I think that Dix is fine. I think that you know, a lot of people, including himself, overreact to certain situations so like everybody overreacts including him <laughs> yeah, including him he, he also is very vocal but i think him and josh allen have that connection i think i think they'll be fine so i think it, the, i'm more hoping than anything i think to leave josh allen to go to Dak prescott would be a bit of a downgrade but he has said in the past he'd love to play with his brother who's a true and i honestly i didn't think about that going into it i know that there's been talks but i didn't think that ever happened and if that happens then shit it happens uh, we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. <laughs> yeah. At the, the one twelve, uh, we took Dak Prescott. Sure. Um, Big Trick is a Dallas Cowboys fan. I will put that out there. Uh, and he knows he. I mean, he could get him at the two one, but it doesn't matter at that point. They're essentially the same yeah, pick when you're putting on two one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the same pick. <laughs> I just. Played. But like, he won't be able to like get him on the way back. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. He will, he would not yeah. be on the way back. So if he wanted Dak Prescott, he had to take him right there. It had to be right at that turn. Um, I, I look at it a little differently. You know, you're on the back end. You get you get the skilled positions there. That means you. I feel like you kind of have to. I'm gonna say have to, but you kind of want to take a hit on quarterbacks right then, just so you can get the other skilled positions. That's kind of what offsets each other. Yeah. Um, so that you could start Kenny Pickett. Chill out, but can we? Can we get this? <laughs> Am I going to go through every single one of these as well? Or was no, there something? I, was just, I think it was good to start with the first round. Yeah, I was going to say the first um, round. How about the second round, I think we should. I don't think there was any misses really in the first round. I think everybody kind of got a good value, got who they were supposed to get. Um, I think personally, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I don't really see. I, What's I, interesting to me is the shift. There's I, no running backs in round one. Yeah, that's kind of interesting coming off of years where you have the CMCs and the Saquons and the Derrick Henrys and the, you know, um, prior years would be the Brees Halls and the JTs. And, and, and to be fair, this is super flex. But Dynasty, still, at least you know, one of them would sneak into the top 12. Last year it was, uh, JT. Was, was JT. JT I took JT. would sneak no. into the top 12. CMC also snuck in the back end of some top 12s. And earlier than, well, actually not earlier than he went in this league, because didn't he go 2-1? 
Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, he could have been. Yeah. He could have been in the first round. He could have been first round. Um, I think that's an interesting shift in fantasy that we'll see a lot this year. The shift towards more pass catchers again and, and letting the running backs ride. Um, but yeah. I mean, that, that was my mentality, kind of going into it and looking at you. Not mine. <laughs> I did I did it again. Like, every time I'm every, like... I feel like every year you did. Every year I'm like, I'm going to pivot. I'm not going to make a mistake again. Because last and year... I get to the freaking 2-5 and JT staring me in the face. What am I supposed to do? It's a first-round pick usually. JT 2-5? Okay. No, I'm you, a, got, you got to take him. I'm going to pull the trigger. And then I get to the 3... What, what is it? The 3-6? Three, the 3-8. Three, the 3-8. Three, and then I look... And Travis Etienne is at the front. You have no choice. Yeah, at that point, yeah. I can't pass it up. I thought Chris was going to take him. Chris texted me as soon as he didn't take him. And he's like, you're welcome. And I was like, you know. You know. About I was trying to trade ahead of him up to his pick. And um, get him. Yeah, and he he let me have him. Shout out to you, Chris. Shout out um, to Chris, man. Shout out to Chris. And then we come back to the 4-5. And DeAndre Swift staring in the face. And I can't let it go. I look at all these guys, and yes, they're running backs, but they're, especially Travis Etienne and DeAndre Swift, they're such good pass catchers that I feel like I'm banking on both if I take them. I get somebody who's getting handoffs and who could probably catch me like a cool four or five reception game. Um, Etienne a little bit less now with all the pass catchers we have out there in Jacksonville, you know, pretty explosive offense. You know, Calvin Ridley, nah, Christian it's, Kirk. It, it, there's a lot Jones. of people out there, but I think Etienne's still going to be fine. I did say Zach Ingram. Evan Ingram, like, yeah, <laughs> like, we, we have Ingram, a lot of mouths to feed. Zach Ingram, I uh, yeah, think he went eighth round. Oh, but yeah, um, couldn't couldn't skip over my running backs. And then I looked back at the board and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like, I did it again. But to be fair, though, you know, with with what, looking at your, your draft, you definitely pivoted after when you got to the 6 5. You, you, you took your second quarterback with Tua at the 5 the 8. Yes, I had to solidify it. When I saw him slip that far, you kind of had to. I had to. He, he's still he's still a starting quarterback next year. At the time, though, there it wasn't. Think about it. It wasn't guaranteed. It wasn't guaranteed, so that was the risk. But think about it. Who has a better weapons group in the league from a quarterback perspective than Tua Tagovailoa? And he and honestly, if he was healthy. You know, last year he played well. He was lighting on fire yeah, for a he, minute. He, he was playing okay, and he, he until he was like this, he was going crazy. Yeah, fancy so numbers wise, he, he was he was solid. So there's no really no issues there. And then you you really pivoted and took five five receivers in a row. I had to solidify the position. I had waited long enough. I think and honestly, I would have taken. There's one, I think it's in the sixth round. Sixth round, I was aiming for a Daniel Jones. Or a Derek Carr. Was that sixth round? Yeah, but both of them got taken. Right, right before me. me. It would have been another quarterback pick there, but they got taken. It would have, yeah. So I had to pivot and I kept the wide receiver game going. But if I didn't, best believe I would have been waiting again for a wide receiver. And, and you were saying that, so you took Michael Pittman at the 6-5. You were, you were talking about going Jerry Judy, possibly. I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't realize Jerry Judy was still there. Okay. Big mess up on my part. I, I know how you feel about Judy. I know. think he's going to the moon. Um, That's what I like to hear. I have, I have him in another league. That's what I like to hear. And then I took <laughs> Michael Pittman. I think the Denver Broncos are probably going to deal one of the three wide receivers this offseason. And it will not be Jerry Judy. I think he will stay. Um, I can see Cortland Sutton being somewhere else. I can see... I think KJ Hamler goes. Yeah. I think KJ Hamler goes, which was able to scoop him late. Very excited about the prospects of you KJ did. Hamler. You took him literally at the... 
the back end. I tried to trade into like 21, 21st round. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to trade into the back half of the twentieth round just to take him, just to take him, and nobody wanted to deal with me, so I, I just waited, and then he kept slipping, and I was like, say less, you know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I got my little come up. Say less. Say less. I was trying to trade with say less. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking at the ro- roster as a whole, I had some come ups in general. Um, I might not have. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up your pull up your um, yeah. Team. I I would say that where I lacked wide receivers, I was able to steal a pretty solid pass catcher in the 12th round. Or was it 11th round? There's a certain pass catcher. That should not have been this far down the draft board. Curtis Samuel? No. He was 14th round. Brandon Cooks? No. You don't have another wide receiver. I said pass catcher. Oh, Darren Waller. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the disrespect had gone too far. No, it it did. It did. Even with the injuries and stuff, we've seen what type of weapon this guy is on the field when healthy. And um, it's kind of nuts that he slipped that far. No, for sure. And he... I'm honestly, I said F them tight ends. This entire draft, that and, was my energy as well. And but and I, every single time I would look and I would see a tight end, I didn't see Darren Waller. I think for me, I guess I could have gone with him in the in the tenth round. That would have been a steal. But um, I just kind of did. It wasn't looking there. I was looking at the quarterback, running back. I was on those pages. I wasn't even looking at all of them. I didn't even press the tight end button. I don't even think once because I said no tight end is needed in this league. I will not be taking any tight ends. But Darren Waller in the eleventh round is crazy. That's a good pick. It's a good pickup, man. I appreciate Proud it. Proud of you. Um, I had people try to buy for the pick. Didn't realize that that's what they were looking at as well. So I said to Jacob, um, he hit me with a trade off and I was like, I'm good. Like it was his pick right after mine and then I'd get his 12th round pick and then he'd get like my 15th round pick or something like that. It was, it was a good offer. But I knew I was taking Darren Waller and I didn't want to risk the chance of me not getting Waller. And as soon as I hit it, I got the message like, like why? So he took Evan Ingram right after me, which... In another world, probably, but I had three Jags at that point. Don't need four. So, went with Darren Waller late. I think the Darren Waller is, is the right pick right there. And it was questionable with him being on Las, Las Vegas and the uncertainty at quarterback. And when I made the trade, I was like, really, it's Adams Field. He has been getting a lot less volume. Hunter Renfro will get involved, all of that. And then a day or two days later, Big trade news. Now you're looking pretty good, man. Darren Waller for a third round pick heading to New York, which the story behind that's kind of wild. Apparently, Darren Waller was upset with Josh McDaniels for letting the media know that he was, you know, getting married. It was supposed to be like a hidden thing. And he accidentally dropped the nugget at the combine that Waller has a wedding coming up to Kelsey Plum. And also, Josh McDaniels was not invited to the wedding as well. (laughs) So they got into a little beef and... He got sent to fight there. To, to now he's in New York. And now it's looking pretty good for you. Yeah. I Assuming think, you don't do any trades or anything like that. I mean, this is true. And Or you could trade him. I could trade him. But whatever you decide to do. You never know how these things go. Yeah. You know, you gotta keep gotta keep your opportunities open. That's all I'll say. Things fluctuate all the time. Um it's overall exactly. though, I think that you, you drafted a really well a really good team. Um, you know, two Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Pretty strong running backs and then you also wide receiver wise you, you went young michael pittman brandon Ayuk, but they're also not super young as well where they haven't been you know performing well already uh, brandon Ayuk had a great year last year yeah. michael pittman didn't have a, an amazing year but he also had a really 
pretty bad situation as well. They should be getting a new pass, a new uh, quarterback coming soon. And then Travis Etienne. The only question mark really right now for you is with the quarterback position. You know, yeah. You had, you had Sam Darnold's probably not going to be a starter. Jerry Siddham is sure now in Denver. Uh, I guess I'm not 100. percent Why you don't think he's going to start in, in San Francisco? Both guys are coming off injury, and I think you go out and sign up Sam Darnold because you're in that camp and you know how close they are to starting week one. If Trey Lance isn't looking like he'll be ready, and apparently Brock Purdy had his surgery pretty late in the season, I mean pretty late in the offseason, and he's not going to be ready for week one. So so how how long do you think it's going to take for them to be ready? How long is Sam Darnold going to be a starter for? Not for very long, right? I just need a couple weeks. Do you though? Do you, there's no bye week. There's no bye week in the first yeah. few weeks. And I'm looking at the camera real quick. We are in Superflex. What are quarterbacks, oh Matt? Quarterbacks are currency. Quarterbacks but nobody's currency. buying a quarterback that's starting the first two or three games. Imagine you're banking on. There's a certain team that has Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. How many other quarterbacks do they have? Okay, I see your point. Look no, at it. Real no, quick. you know, no, no. You're right. Let do they actually? No, I, I actually want to know. Do they have anybody else to play quarterback for them? And what are the rest of their position players looking like? Sorry, there's trades. Let me <laughs> Sorry. let me pull up the team. Maybe they, yeah, they have two quarterbacks. They have Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow, um, but they also have Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. So if they were in an emergency situation, and they'll be okay. I thought their team had worse options at quarterback. No, they have Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, and Trey Lance. Yeah, you're okay. You won't be looking for Sam Donald. Um, unless this team has had the worst luck with quarterbacks. <laughs> As I say, unless we won. <laughs> we oh, won, something happens. They went from Trey Lance to Jimmy G to Brock Purdy to Josh Johnson to CMC. <laughs> it's definitely possible. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that St. Darnold's a bad pick, but obviously long-term or for a full extended year, no. you, don't, you don't have a really a quarterback. So at some point you're going to be looking, I'm sure you're going to be looking to I had some acquire something. I mean, I had Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. I was assuming one of those would be the starting quarterback for Atlanta. I made a move um, about four hours ago to get rid of Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke and Brandon Cooks, which I love Brandon Cooks, but for the for the one for the first round pick, I had to go get a first round rookie pick, the one seven. Um, so I have the one seven and the one twelve, and I could honestly end up with a quarterback depending on how things break um, at the one seven. Looking more like a Will Lever, so I don't love, but if he lands at the right spot, I can make it work. Yeah, I mean, if if he landed somewhere, what would you say somewhere that you would like? Indianapolis. Um, Behind an Indy. I feel like if that offensive line starts playing like how they played two years ago, you have JT to alleviate some stress. Yeah, I think at the Michael Simmons is solid one. I think I think it's worth at least the shot. You know, yeah. I, me personally, I'm not a big Levis fan. Me neither. Um, so I'm jumping it, from one guy I wasn't a fan of to a rookie that I'm not a fan of. So like, but yeah, not an ideal situation. And obviously, in, in your situation, you might need to take a chance, but. Um, other than that, I mean, besides those the quarterback questions here and there, I think you drafted a really good team. Like usual, you always draft a pretty solid Put it team. this way. I should be good for, what is it, 16 weeks out of the 17 weeks? Well, no, 15 weeks. I should be starting two quarterbacks for at least 15 weeks of fantasy. The thing is, though, and here's the other thing. You have two of them. That, that's, that's the thing that's, that's kind of concerning. 
the big knock on Tua is he, he can't stay healthy. I yeah. might have to trade for Mike White, huh? You might need to go get Mike White. I won't be able to get him. I know who I'm dealing with. Who has him? In Waddle I Trust. I don't even have to say the name. That's his team name. Yeah. In Waddle I Trust. This man has He's a big Mike White. Fan. What I hear. Skylar Thompson. Man got Tom Brady man with got the potential of him coming back. Handcuff. And the potential <laughs> and, and potential comeback starter got three the handcuffs. Hey, I respect it. I respect right? it. Because got Waddle too. I'm better off, honestly, trying to cook up something to go get just get yourself a different quarterback. Get a different quarterback from him and give him to him. Yeah. But yeah. what could I cook up? Let's pull that team up. Okay. Since we're gonna talk let's, let's talk about yeah, let's talk about potential let's talk trades. About I think he drafted a really good team. I think I'm not gonna say like I'm overly surprised because he does pay attention to football. But he hasn't really been a big fantasy guy. Well, I'll tell you right now, his quarterback is the number one quarterback. They're good. Jalen Hurts in the one fourth loved it. And he did something very smart. I thought he took him a little bit early, but he paired Devontae Smith with Jalen Hurts, even though it was 4-4, which I wouldn't necessarily do that. The ADP did have it matched up, so fair play. Um I don't think you're gonna want to get another quarterback, unless you're talking about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think I was gonna try to target Jalen Hurts. Really? Yeah, like if Tua and Somebody if that, if that's the deal, yeah. Because all the other quarterback you're looking at is Jimmy G. I could do like two of, if I'm able to, hear me out here. I'm going to speak out loud and you guys don't come for me and like wreck my plans. But if I'm able to move stuff around, get an early first round pick, right? Then I'm able to move um, like a Swift and a Tua and go get like Hurts. And the first round pick? Not his first round. I would just do Swift and Tua for Hurts. But I already have. Then I'd have two first round picks. But it'd be an earlier first round pick and a seventh pick. Then I could. He ain't doing that, bro. Then I could. I mean, what does he have running back? Swift and Tua? He has? Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, uh, Zeke. Who has no team? <laughs> Uh, Which imagine Z, bro, imagine Z goes okay, to Okay, no, you got a point because Z goes to Cincy. You know, oh. I, I do see one little hole in, in his team past that he does not have any running backs. He's looking at a Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott. He has Mustard, right? No. DJ Dallas. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. That's it. Man, he only drafted three, three running backs. Well, what you know? Three running backs. So maybe you could offer that. So maybe you're right. Maybe you could offer him a running back and a, a quarterback that clearly he wants the handcuffs to. You give him the primary one. Yeah, you, you actually that could be that could work out. That can help him and help you. in a tool for yep. Jalen Hurts, and now oh, pairing Jalen Hurts with Trevor Lawrence. Jeez. I have solid wide receivers. No, that, that could work. And then I have JT and Travis Etienne. Obviously, I'm hurting at the running back position if I do that, but. But you're, you're looking good everywhere else. You you, you fixed a problem, man. No, I got the 1-7, so guess what? You can still get her back there. At the 1-7, I could get a back there. Or I could get a really elite wide receiver there. I think I'll be able to get a back there. I might have to overdraft the back, depending how things go. But let's say, obviously, Bijan goes first. Four quarterbacks go. Let's say Levis goes before, or a top wide receiver goes. Yeah. I'm, I have my choice of the second or third best running back in the rookie class. And depending on landing spot, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now, if the landing spots end up being crap, you know, a bit of a rough situation. But I might yeah. actually send that off right after that, that could be a good one because 
you know, I think that he has a really good team that he he, he built, but there, there definitely is is a is a hole there, and that hole is is the running back position is is pretty lacking. Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook as being pretty much your only running backs, and DJ Dallas. Yeah, probably gonna he needs to be in the market for somebody, and DeAndre Swift could be that guy. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. I don't think it's even like a really unfair trade. No, it's not crazy. I mean, Jalen Hurts, it's a big ask, but you know, if that was me on the other hand, on the other on the other side, I'd be like, hell no. But that's just it depends on how you value Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. That's probably my favorite football player yeah. in the NFL. So yeah, I don't know. Something to think about. I mean, I'm losing quite a bit of RB depth doing that. I spent the four or five on him. You know, but yeah, but you you also. You still took guys though, like you, you took other guys later in the, in the in the draft. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, you, you'd be putting yourself in a little bit of a hole, but I still have faith in Pierre Strong. I think I don't know if the Patriots resigned Damian Harris yet. I haven't checked in on that situation recently. Not sure either. Um, but if Damian Harris leaves, Pierre Strong is the RB two to Ramondre Stevens RB one in my opinion. And they like to they like to have a dual. They like to get in the mix, and then I picked up Chris Evans last round of the draft. And I might. And since he has a disgruntled situation with Joe Mixon and, and P. Ryan is, P. Ryan is now a Denver Bronco. So if they don't really add much to the mix, we might see Chris Evans in a, at minimum, a Samaji P. Ryan type role. Who knows? Which he did pretty well, so. Yeah. Um, I think that's enough of my team, though. We didn't really review his team that well. His wide receiving core, I think, is one of the best in the league. Um, yeah, we, 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 we can start with them. Um, We'll start with him. Yeah. So obviously, uh, quarterback with Jalen Hurts, amazing. I think the duo running. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Just love Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can't stop talking about it. Uh, the two, the running back duo, very solid. Um, Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith as your and Mike Williams and Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, I know we were talking about earlier. One of the, I think also, I wouldn't say a steal of the draft, but just a really great pickup, a really good. Um, spot to take him and I think it was like the seventh round like Very the seventh yeah. so um, he was somebody I had my eye on a little bit but at that point in the draft I wasn't really looking for a receiver so I kind of just let him go I was hoping he would get to my pick at the 7-8 or whatever it was and it never happens yeah great pickup though I think I, I agree with you when it comes to the receiving room I mean it's tough see. like Mike Williams was a top 10 producer the first what four or five games mm-hmm. last year and we know he's an up-and-down guy, but if you don't have to depend on him, like if you could try it out, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Amari Cooper, and then you flex Mike now, Williams. Yeah, and then you also, depth-wise, he's looking pretty solid as well. Adam Thielen, I know he doesn't have a team currently. He might still have a little bit left in the tank. Uh, Russell. Imagine he signs with Kansas City. Exactly. <laughs> I think depending on his landing, it depends on his landing spot. He could be pretty solid. Russell Gage, Braxton Berrios, KJ Osborne might be a pretty a pretty decent one now with Adam Thielen leaving. He moves, up, he moves up the chart. He moves up to that wide receiver two role possibly with um Justin Jefferson. Could be pretty solid. Yeah. I think with and also he has Jahan Dotson. I love that pickup too. And he he was harping to me that that was going to be a guy that he targets. And I'm still surprised he was able to still get him in the mix with everything else that was going on. I like Jahan Dotson he, a lot. He, he drafted, he got him at the 9-4. I think 9-4 is a really good spot. I think a great spot for Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, let me look at some of his other depths. Mike Gusecki, depending yeah. on where he kind of lands, could be pretty decent. Um, drafted a pretty solid team. I they mean, didn't resign? Uh, there's, no, there's no there's no team next to his name. Yeah, no resign. Yeah. 
But other than that, I think it's a great team. But obviously, with the great wide receiver depth, you know, there is a cost there, and that cost was the running back depth. So if he can figure out something with his running backs, I think that's a that's a contender right there. In my opinion. And I'm leaning more on the the side of when it comes to these running backs these days. If he's able to sneak a guy at the one six, because he has a one six at the rookie draft, um, he could land like a Devin A. Chain if he lands somewhere potentially solid, or Zach Charbonnet. Um, I don't think he knows Ty J. Spears like that, but if I keep talking about him on the podcast, we'll start pulling up highlights. But depends where he lands. There's guys yeah. out there. Zach Evans there is out there. And it's something we were talking about like at the end of last year. It was you only need to start two running backs. You don't need to, to put him in in, the, in your flex spots. You can put there's plenty of receivers out there. You can put a receiver there. You get yourself just a little handful of good running backs. I think you're looking okay. I think three is, is a little too low in my opinion. Um, not a lot not a lot of depth, especially in dynasty with 22 rounds. A lot of handcuffs are gone. They're not going to be in the waiver wire. But um, at the same time, you only got to start two of them. So. If Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones can stay healthy, I think he'll be looking pretty good. If Zeke can find himself a nice landing spot, yeah, Zeke does be doing that somewhere. And I can see Zeke in a sexy uniform. I can see Zeke. Um, I mean, if he wants to play the revenge game, he could go sign with the Eagles and, and play them twice a year. If if he can have, he needs Zeke to, to land somewhere pretty decent for for himself because I don't think DJ Dallas is going to get. You know what's a good landing spot right now, especially with Alvin Kamara against. New Orleans. I mean, they just signed Jamal Williams to three appeal. The thing is, is like I think they're both kind of the same player. You know, red zone bruiser. I'm looking at the market. There's not many spots. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure a team. Well, like you said, the Bengals. The Bengals, I think, are definitely. They haven't cut Mixon. They haven't cut Mixon yet either. So we're projecting that still, but hasn't happened. Yeah. Um. Anyways, solid team in Waddle I trust. Good team. team. I think, like I said, it could be a contender. Um, I feel like I'm gonna say that a lot. I feel like I'm gonna say all these teams are gonna be. All contenders. these teams are in the mix. I'm, I'm really, honestly, impressed with how well the draft went in terms of like value distribution. Like, no teams yeah. like super overloaded. There's only, there's only one team that I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> yeah, um, let's get into it. You want to go into it? Yeah, talk about it. Let's, let's um, bring this team down. And this is no disrespect. You know, I don't, I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> you know, my team isn't great either. You know, so feel he, free to. You know, once you start playing the little self-deprecation game. No, I really, I, I, and I told you, I didn't, did not tell you. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think my team's great. I don't think I'm much of a contender. But so feel free to comment about my team. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, big trig. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I, I would love to see what you do for the year. See how you kind of handle it. Um, also check your trades. <laughs> um, I. I, I you know, I don't love the Dak Prescott pick at the 112. Dak Prescott's kind of okay. Um, I don't hate it though. It's whatever. CMC at the at the 2-1. That's, pick. that's a good pickup. And then Travis Kelsey at the two at the 312. That is insane. I think that's a great pickup. That's insane. Yeah. I think that's a great pickup. And then you go DK Metcalf. Good pick. The the problem I have with the team is just that. If CMC is known for being not staying healthy, if he goes down, you're looking at Alvin Kamara that could possibly be suspended and P. Ryan and Zach Moss. So you're pretty low on running back depth. You don't you only have two quarterbacks as well. Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. So the depth there isn't great either. And then you don't really have any elite wide receivers. You have DK Metcalf, it's probably the only person that you could sell if you wanted to get somebody else. Past that you have Canarius Tony, Elijah Moore, Gabe Davis, just a bunch of 
bunch of guys. So I, I just don't, I don't personally love it. Um, you did get Travis Kelsey, which I guess in other words is another receiver. So you could look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the depth of the running back position and the depth of the quarterback position, and even some of the guys you took at the receiving position, just isn't something that looks really, I just don't see it. But... I also want to emphasize too though, like Kadarius Tony, if they don't draft anybody, he goes up the board a little bit. But you're also looking at like, they both do. Yeah, and obviously it's a very explosive offense. But yeah, Kadarius Tony has shown himself to be a little bit fragile in the past. We still have to see if he can play a full NFL season. Um, he's, I think Tony has great talent, but super. super I think in, in the position that you're in, you almost need availability. You didn't get that. You didn't. You got a guy that's actually very risky. Could be a boom guy, boom kind of guy, or he could just be a straight up bust. And same with Gabe. And I've I've been the the Gabe truther for a lot of. Oh, his career but last year was supposed to be the year where he really took a step forward and I didn't love it um, I didn't like what I saw so it's one of those situations again where you, you'll you have great game weeks that's gonna happen you're gonna get that week he had against Pittsburgh where it was like three catches for like 200 like it was yeah, crazy three catches for like 202 <laughs> touchdowns like something crazy like that and then you're gonna have the weeks where he should really step up and shine and he disappoints you um, I don't know and, and he took about 30, 30 receivers in this draft. You got Juju now, who I don't love his landing spot. landing spot. But if you angle it the right way, he's in New England. Um, you could argue he's the most talented receiver there now. Um, Devontae Parker is a little bit elevated in age and, and usage. Kendrick Bourne I do love, but they don't utilize him that well. And then Taekwon Thornton is a sophomore. I can see Kendrick Bourne, you know, taking a step up this year. Hopefully, we'll see. I know. That's I why I drafted. See you did. You got him good at good spot, twenty-five. Yeah. But yeah. Going back to the picture. Yeah, I think Juju could be kind of that guy who leads you either way. If Juju really explodes in New England's offense, um, then you'll be looking a little bit better. You really need the Alvin Kamara situation to be settled outside of court. Um, him to pay the guy off and not get suspended. Unfortunately, a video did come out of what happened, and you know what I say about them videos. We can deny a lot of things. We can be like, it wasn't that bad. Um, there's a lot of deniability when there's no like physical evidence. But once people see what happened, it's hard to take that back. So the NFL is going to have to act. I'm surprised they haven't said anything yet. They've been letting it play out in court. But I feel like either way, we, we'll be missing Kamara for a little bit. And, and that's the thing. is like, okay, Alvin Kamara gets, gets suspended. I said you have only two running back positions to fill. You're going to be throwing out CMC and P. Ryan. And again, he got blessed, though. I mean, he yeah. has the one, two. Yeah. And if you don't make the Bijan pick, he makes the Bijan pick. Oh, but I am. Yeah, he's made the Bijan pick. Yeah, I or, I'm sorry, but I am. Trey could try to sell the one, two and acquire some value. And, and, that's, and that's the thing where his team is kind of at. It's like he. He's gonna have. I'm not. He's gonna get some gas, dude. But you know, he's gonna have to make some moves, and there's, it's not like it's, it's something that he can't fix. Um, I don't know. Like I'm sure he has a plan in mind, and you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's something there for him. He's gonna be planning out. It's just as of right now, from what we're looking, from what I'm looking at, you know, we'll see. Offenses will potentially look a lot different too, as well. You're looking at a team that with Dak, if they don't bring in another running back to fill that Zeke void. 
and Pollard is a little bit slow coming out the gate. We're gonna see the air raid offense probably for yeah. for Dak. That'll elevate him a lot. Which, which is I won't hate that either because I got yeah. CD boy. <laughs> yeah, so that could that could elevate a lot. Um, but just preseason looking in, I can see where you're coming from, and I do I do wonder. I would like to whether it be on a podcast with me and Trey, just ask him what his direction was when he was picking or was he getting sniped or did he just like these guys to take steps forward in their, you know, Because I, I, I feel like what he might be trying to do is, is he's trying to just get so many assets that he could he could sell possibly and get guys that he just wants. Yeah, because Gabe Davis, if he elevates at all, you're just going to keep hearing shades of that playoff game and that he's tied to Josh Allen. Yeah. And his value flips on a dime so easily. He could go from, oh, yeah, I'm not taking anything less than, like, CD one for one for Gabe, which was, for a little window, was an argument after that playoff game. <laughs> or you could switch back to, like, nobody wants him. Yeah. Um, or Kadarius Tony's the same way. He'll explode, and everybody's trying to acquire Kadarius Tony, And then he'll go play and hurt his hamstring and be done after two series. And everybody's like, he's made a paper, right? So he has a lot of those guys where they could attain a lot of value on the trade market really quickly, but their lows are so low. And, and that's the thing. I, I think that he drafted the most riskiest team. I think if I had to look at all of it. But if they hit. But if they he hit. drafted like a gambler. I see you. I see definitely you. did. You, you, know? you did some. You did some. You, you shook a little bit. You, you rolled the dice and you're like, if I hit, this team could, could do some work. I mean, maybe. You know, I'll have to see it. I'll have to see it played out. Because I, I don't love a lot of these these receivers. I don't love Kadarius Tony, Elijah Moore, man, Gabe Davis, man. This is kind of what happens, much, though, when you have the teams man. like In Waddle I Trust who run off, what was it? Waddle, Devontae Smith, Amari mm-hmm. Cooper, Mike Williams. But I think he did it better, though. Like he. No, but I'm saying, like, that's what happens when those teams do that. Because he negated the running back spot and took a lot of wide receiver talent in the front. Or, like, when I went on my five-pick run, I take the Pittmans out, the Ayukes out. Um, I know people don't really believe in Bateman, but I took him off the board. I think Bateman would fit on his team compared to some of the guys he has. Yep. Um, who else do I have on the roster in terms of wide receivers? You took Pittman, Ayuk, Kirk, Bateman, Cook. Yeah, Christian Kirk. Samuel. You know, like, those guys. I'm pretty sure there's another roster, too, who has a pretty solid receiving core. When those teams build up their receiving core like that, or you, right in front of them, Taking CD and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, he might have had a more of a similar route that I was going He to probably take. wanted to pair up Dak with CD or something on the turn, or who knows? And that's what I'd like to ask him what his, his draft strat was. But if people kept kind of wrecking the plans because he is at the back. It's, it's, it's true. I, I, I understand that. You know, he's at the back end and his plans might have unfolded, but. Like, you'd have to look at it a little bit closer and like say, like who the, did he skip over? To me, like, even, like, the back end, like, instead of taking, like, a, like some of these guys on the back end. Where did he take Kamara? Took him at the, the six, six one. That's, that's value, though. Like, no, it is. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm just saying, like, he could have gone on his wide receiver run, but then later in the, in the draft, he could have taken some, some, some nice handcuffs or... Yeah. I could understand someone taking like high end receivers, but then taking handcuffs on the back end. Like that, I understand, but he didn't do that. He just, he just, he doesn't like CMC and Mark. So we'll see. You know, and, and like I said, there's no disrespect. You know, I'm, I know he has a vision for his team, and when that when that vision unfolds, you know, we're going to be seeing the final product. This is just the the product 
that we just got literally a few hours ago. He hasn't had a chance to trade. He hasn't had a chance to talk to anybody. He might have gotten people because he knows certain people in his draft. He knows, oh, I got this guy. Maybe I can go talk to this person. You know, we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. But as of right now, this this, this is what I see. It's okay. So. Yeah. Any other teams that kind of intrigue you? Just looking at base value. I mean, we gotta we gotta actually bring up the other kick and post boys. Obviously, Trey's one. Um, he's been on a couple podcasts with me. I think all the all the kick and post people have drafted have drafted pretty good. You know, Chris. You know, he took Lamar, Jacob Dobbins, Isaiah Pacheco, Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, Kyle Pitts. He got he got Kyle Pitts. Taylor Burks, Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley is a great pickup. Deshaun Watson is a second quarterback. That quarterback duo has potential to be insane. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think everything, like you said, everybody drafted really well. I, I looked at some of the teams earlier, and there's not anybody else that really kind of like stands out to me. I, I guess Otto he, went super youthful with his receiving core, if I'm not mistaken. You did. You know, Drake London's. Uh, sorry. He went youthful in general. He has Cam Akers. Javante Williams, Kenneth Walker. Yeah. He threw with Mike Evans, but he also had Drake London, Cam Akers, George Pickens. Hmm. I like that. I like that pickup. Wondell Robinson. He um, went dumb young. Like that team. Yeah. He, he went opposite of what he usually does on these rosters. Wondell Moore, Kyle, uh, Khalil Shakir. Is that his name? Yep. Justin Ross. Uh, yeah, he legit went super youthful. And to be honest, knowing Otto, this will not be the roster he ends with. He is also a guy who's to sell at the peak. And if two of these guys have a pretty solid day, he's moving two of them for some big fish in, yeah. in the in the pool, right? Not willing to sell to him. So, like, if he wants anybody on my roster that is a little bit elevated in age, who he feels he could make a championship run with, and he wants to pair a two-for-one, I'm down to do it. But I don't see Otto running a youthful team to the end of the year. He likes winning. And that roster is super young, and they can all hit because, again, the Rams are in a rebuild mode. They're probably going to lean on Cam Akers a little bit more this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake London with Desmond Ritter could be a good duo. Um, if something else shakes up and they get Lamar Jackson, that's interesting as well. Yeah. Um, Traylon Burks showed flashes last year. He did. What will we see going into this year? Who knows? Um, Wanda Robinson showed flashes last year and then got hurt. You know, so, like... I don't know. Yeah, he definitely younger, and from seeing what Otto normally picks in these drafts, it is it is very different. Yeah. Um, shout out to him for changing it up. And again, he ended up with a crap ton of wide receivers on his team. That also hurt Trey down the stretch because everybody was loading the players up. Yeah. So it left the guys that were back there, back there. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Is there anybody that you want to talk about? anybody anybody seen that you want me to pull up? I do want to talk about Jacob's team. He got that Khalil Herbert pick that makes him. Sick. Yeah, um, and, and I said it in, in the last video. I think that was a, a steal. You know, taking Khalil Herbert at the ten four. Uh, I said it in the last video, but he, he was somebody I had my eyes on. I was it was either AJ Dillon or Khalil Herbert for me. And um, I won't lie, I'm pretty sure I was hoping to get him. Was I that? Was I the ten five in that round? Or was yeah. it? Yeah. Was about, it? Yeah. Yeah, you took Brandon Cooks. I could definitely, I, I could yeah. definitely see you have gone Khalil Herbert yeah. right there. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at Cooks. <laughs> it had to, it had to be yeah, Cooks. Because I remember you even saying something right when he picked him. Um, yeah, 
But yeah, his team overall, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it off. Quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, uh, Derek Carr, Davis Mills. Okay, so there's another team that only has two quarterbacks. Um, running backs is Austin Eckler, James Conner. The Austin Eckler pick is going to be pretty polarizing. It's going to be interesting. I think it, 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 I think it could be bad. It could be good. It's all about landing spot. Do the Chargers hold them? If the Chargers hold them and we see the Eckler that we've seen the last three years, high usage, a lot of passes to him, a lot of dump offs, um, high touchdown total. I think he had back-to-back years with 20 TDs or something like that. You get that Austin Eckler in the 212 pick, elite. If Austin Eckler gets traded to Miami, I think we'll see a lot of good things for Austin still still have the utilize him in the screen game probably yeah um decent usage but there are a lot more mouths out there to feed and they're gonna utilize a lot more weapons but i still think it'll be a good landing spot and it, it, it's, it's interesting because we've also talked about austin Eckler in the past he's yeah. been a, he's been a, a, a topic point and as a running back running back we even well kind of agree that he's just not that kind of guy he didn't make the top five of my rbs list um but as a pass catcher that that's what you're drafting him there for you know what he's capable of doing um, in the backfield, ca- pass, uh, catching passes. Um, so at the two twelve, I mean, I, I don't hate it. Um, no. Then, like I said, he has James Conner. We'll see. They'll be leaning on him to start the year with no collar, um, and we've seen that he still has it to some extent. Even at the back end of last year, he was producing pretty well. So it's just about staying healthy, and he has yeah. getting to that age point where you know he's just, but. While he's healthy, he, he does do well. And I think that you're right. In the beginning of next year, he's, he's going to be performing. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill. That's a speedster. And they utilize him all over the field. So that's another beautiful thing to see. We talk a lot about Tua's throwing ability and his deep ball ability and how it always seems like he doesn't have enough juice to hit Tyreek and Stroud on those deep balls. But this offense allows them to use Tyreek in screens, use Tyreek in jet sweeps. Um, put Tyreek in the slot sometimes. They have him all over the field. So he'll get his balls, um, high targets. I think it's a very solid pickup. Yeah, I think so too. And the concern before was with Tua's health, but I think Mike White is a serviceable backup to, yeah. you know, if, if, if Tua does go down, you know, I think you can have the confidence that Tyreek isn't really going to skip a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, Amon Ra, um, we were talking about it earlier. Amon Ra's... I get it. Really volume. great. Good volume. volume. The only issue that we kind of talked about was there's just so many mouths to feed, you know, and when you have so many people to feed, that's going to knock him down a little bit. But at the same time, he's still going to be performing. He's, yeah, he's still I mean, going to be doing his thing. He's still going to be, you know, top 15, top 10 uh, receivers. So one of the things we talked about, I think, on the last episode is duos that we feel like could both end in top 10 or the top 15. And I could easily see a Jamison Williams, Amon Ross and Brown both ending in the top 15 of fantasy for wide receivers so and I, and I think like where he took him too is 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 pretty solid you know at the 3-1 it's above Garrett Wilson Devontae Adams you know I think you know you know that's kind of debatable but at the same time you're 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 getting a pretty young receiver you're getting a young receiver you know what to expect you know it looks like getting. Jerry Goff is going to be the starter you know what to expect yeah um it's the not, coach not. is the same yeah. As long as health stays the same, you should be able to chalk him up to pretty similar stats as last year. Um, I, I still think he's going to be a very reliable option for Jared Goff. I think Jameson Williams will get his, but... Yeah, 
I, I think I think that it's not by no means is that a, a bad a bad call or anything. Yeah. Um, Debo Samuel. That one, I don't know who's around in that area, um, but I wasn't the biggest fan of Debo in San Fran. Um, but we've seen what Debo can be for that team. I just feel like you're you're missing out on the Debo that really took fantasy over was the utility knife Debo. Yeah. Rushing touchdowns. Um, obviously, he's a good yak guy, but you're adding CMC to be that utility knife now to the offense for a whole year. You have Elijah Mitchell to be that hammer if he's healthy for the whole year. IU you have the in. emergence of Ayuk, which is very big. Um, Kittle's still on the field. He's taken a huge step back, but he has his games, we saw especially in the playoffs, or the fantasy playoffs, where he's still that big body, get the ball out to him in space and have him be the yak guy. I just feel like there's so many mouths to feed. And he was disgruntled going into the year last year for the Niners. And yeah. who knows what the situation is like there. Um, obviously, you have to take the talent where you could get it at, at certain rounds, but I'm not the biggest Debo truther. I'm not either. I'm not a big Debo fan. I'm looking at the people that are around him. And, you know... You kind of have to do it. I, I think that was the last... I guess I'll ask you. Debo or Michael Pittman? Like, who are you taking Dynasty? Michael Pittman's burned me so many times, but... Probably Michael Pittman. Debo or Jerry Judy? Again, Jerry Judy's such an unknown. It's kind of rough. Wait, so is kind of Debo at this point. You know, with a different quarterback coming in, with so many miles of the feed, with the emergence of all these guys, CMC getting there. We really don't know. Debo last year was not was not great. And he had that's, one or two games, but so was Michael Pittman and so was Jerry Judy. So, so then, I guess my next question is uh, Debo or Calvin Ridley? I think regardless of the tags or not, I, I like I like Calvin Ridley. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's a bad pick. Um, it's, we're talking about Debo here. I can't believe we're talking about Debo in, in the sense of saying that's a bad pick. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad pick whatsoever. I think that's still a pretty solid Bro, one. Imagine we get a text bomb in like two hours that Debo got traded to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Don't do that, bro. Why? Why do you keep talking about the Cowboys, bro? Like, it's, it's, I mean, he's... Like, stop talking. They've shown love, so... They've shown uh, love back and forth, so... Nah, chill out. I don't know. It's, it's definitely not a bad, not, not a bad pick. Nah. Uh, imagine Debo to the Chiefs. That has turned into a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> Elevated. <laughs> that turns into a really good pick. Elevated to say the least. Look, I think Debo is a talent. Again, in terms of yards after catch, there's few in the league like him. Yeah. In terms of how he plays the wide receiver position, I think that's also why that's I struggle to kind of set him in the wide receiver box. His routes don't look like super crispy to me. He has some that really like made me go, okay, that was nice. Like the change of direction or something, but he doesn't like make me look at him from a like high point the baller, any of the things I traditionally look for in a wide receiver. But and once he catches that ball, there's few happen, yeah. wide receivers in the league I want with the ball in their hands over Debo. I'd like a Tyree because of the speed factor, Waddle to an extent too because of the speed factor. But in terms of like brutality and how he plays a wide receiver position, probably Debo. Debailey won the best um, yards after cat, yeah, kind of guy in as at the receiving position. Um, at the end of the day, Great Debo at the five nine. That's not bad. No. Definitely not bad. He last year I think in King of Post. Is his third is it his third wide receiver or second? His third. What am I even talking about? Yeah, you're starting D Boys, your wide receiver wide receiver yeah. three. I think you're up. Like yeah, you're better than me. Kind of, that's kind of the thing, is like 
I have, do, I, do, I, do, I love, do I love Debo? No, but if you, that's your third starting starting receiver. That's kind of where I'm like, not bad. I should have started there. The fact that this man's starting like Debo at the wide receiver three, wide receiver would like Debo would be battling for my wide receiver one spot, and I'm out here talking smack. True. True. Yeah. Um, Elite trio. To be that, honest. Then we'll, we're not we're not done yet. This we ain't man, done yet. This man got more. Um, this one's also kind of risky, but Dion. Hey, that this I is love, I love it's the good, same thing with Debo. Bro. I love like, a good gamble. Still, I love a good still, gamble because be crazy, bro. he's not on Arizona anymore. If he touches down in the right situation, mm-hmm. no Tennessee. Look, I'll go ahead and say this right now. If D Hop lands Chiefs, we we'll go ahead and give Jacob the best wide receiver. We're so we'll annoying. Go, I'll go ahead and give Jacob the best wide receiver wide receiver core because, because all we go is if we give that's your fourth best receiver. The Chiefs. Yeah, I was about to say if you're really <laughs> if you're trapping out Amon Ra, Tyreek. Debo and then D Hop in the Chiefs jersey. We still really aren't done yet. <laughs> We're still not really done yet. There's still one more guy that had a great season last year. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Jacob actually might have the best wide receiver court. He might have the best team to be honest. Who is he starting? No, who is he starting a running back outside of Equin? Damian Pierce, right? That was in a super flex. James Conner, Damian Pierce, yeah, Jarek McKinnon, Kelly, Josh, Joshua Kelly, which. That could be the starter, depending on if Eckler goes. Chuba Hubbard could potentially be the starter. Khalil Herbert. Damn, this is a good team. Exactly. It's a good team. Gosh. When I look at it, like so many things opened up too. You know, you know, you know why one of the reasons why I think he drafted a good team? Because this this motherfucker right here liked trading so much. <laughs> he probably had guys that he liked. He's like, you know what? Let me just trade over to that <laughs> and pick them up. Nah, you know. Yeah, that's a good team. That's probably why. That team. He, just, he went and just got his guys. That team. I mean, as somebody who's built a good team without the most elite quarterbacks, that's where I fear for him. If that's his knock right now. If his quarterbacks fall flat on their face, or like anything happens to kind of switch up that that's mojo. The thing, bro. Like, okay, yeah, okay. Let's say Derek Carr. If you find out like Derek Carr's buns, right? Okay, but even then. He can still trot him out there. If he lands in the usual top 17, you know, spot, he could just put Khalil Herbert in his super flex and call it a day. Like, like <laughs> He's really going to be paying attention to this draft, like the NFL draft, yeah, intently. Man. Who are the Bears taking? Because if they hand the keys to Khalil Herbert and yeah. he could put Khalil Herbert out there with Damian Pierce and Austin Eckler, and then he just trots his five wide receivers out there, that's a hard team to stop. As of right now, that's And we could keep Kirk Cousins only playing at 1 p.m. off national television so that he can put up his numbers. Oh, my God. As of, as of right now, that's probably the, the best team that I can see. That's I'm the trying best to look. I have, I, have, I, have, I, have I have to, the best team. I would have to, to dive into some of these these other teams. That's a tough I know it's better than my team. I yeah. can definitely say that. That's okay, a tough team. I have to say, yeah, like that so quick. Oh, no, for sure. Like, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> it's that's wild. That's a good team. Yeah. I, I, that, just hearing it out loud is disappointing to me. And the thing is, he, and there was another smart move that he made, he got Zach Ertz at like the. Wait, he's the one that got Zach Ertz? I think he got Zach Ertz. That's how Cinnabron got Zach Ertz. 
Jacob traded to go get, of course he traded to go get Zach <laughs> in the 18th round, man. <laughs> and he got Evan Ingram. Yeah, which if it wasn't for me, he would have had Darren Waller. DJ Chark, Jer- Jerick McKinnon. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> This got some comp. It might be it might be a donation type feel. That's like what I was saying, bro. Right <laughs> when the, I, I think it was what at what point did I text you and say I think I'm donating fifty dollars? Round three. <laughs> no, literally, I think I had like round three. And I'm like, I think I'm donating fifty dollars for just participation right now. <laughs> I didn't. It's hard hearing it out loud. No, it's a good because team. I really I really thought. I was competing like that. And I still think my team's solid. No, your team is definitely good. I'm trying to look and see if anybody stands out. I'm gonna get the cooking though. That's I the thing is like something. that's the thing is like every team here is nobody has like a bad team. So I mean we'll see. You know, obviously things are looking good for him, but injuries are two, who knows what happens. But but yeah. Landing spot or two as well. There's few landing spots where D Hop goes though, and you're like, man, that's horrible. Like if he lands in Tennessee, obviously that's not a good shape. Um, Cleveland wouldn't be bad at all. Get him back with Deshaun Watson. Well. That's, that's the only other thing about him, about uh, D Hop. How old is he? 32, 34. Man, old as shit, bro. You don't need him for more than one year. And he's his wide receiver. He's only 30 four. years old, bro. It's his wide receiver four or five. D Hop is his yeah. wide receiver four. Man, he's only 30. He's or five. He plays like he, he has, he's one of those players that can play to like 33, 34 easy. Mm. You don't think so? He's a um, great hands, bro. Great hands. I think he's like a Keenan Allen you know who he type could be? guy. You know who he could be in his later years? Larry Fitz. Yeah. Yeah, he could be a Larry Fitz in his later years. Yeah, I think he's. I don't. I'm not saying he's gonna be like elite, elite, but that's fourth or fourth receiver. Sheesh. Or fifth. Say so you want to jump Sheesh. top and knock it over him. You definitely. Never mind. I was gonna say nothing. I was gonna say something else. <laughs> that's not about you. That you were talking about earlier. <laughs> Chill. I'm not saying I didn't say yeah, it. I, I felt it. No, no. Let, let 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 me cook. Let me no, cook. you can cook. Cook. I need to cook. cook. Let me cook. cook. I want oh. you, I want you to cook. Um. What else you want to talk about? You want to talk about team? Yeah, I don't quick. I, I don't really want to talk about my team after. So let's after what after reading three years in his. So Stefan. I said Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb. Could be a very solid duo. Hopefully they're not on the same team. Okay, we're not gonna talk about that on the same team. I don't even hear it no more. Okay, right? but One. obviously you get two wide receiver ones for solid passing offenses. Um a passing offense that I think will take a step forward out there in Dallas. And obviously the Bills are gonna do what the Bills do, which is throw the ball. They have not acquired anybody in free agency yet. I do feel like Leonard Fournette might land there this year. Um, which I don't think he's washed. I don't think so either. Contrary to popular belief, I think Leonard Fournette still has a little bit in the tank. I think he might land with the Bills. Because um, I feel like the Cowboys are definitely taking Bijan now. And I think they're ahead of the Bills. Him to draft spot. So, um, those are a good duo. Round three, you take who? Najee. Young running the back. The 311. We're banking on the offensive line hopefully improving. But he started running with a different type of progression at the back end of last year. Started the year off a little slow. I, he was a little hurt though. That's yeah. That's something people don't don't talk he had about. The foot injury. Right? He had the foot injury. He also had some kind of like some back thing or something like yeah. that, that happened that really kind of pushed him back. Um, Does have Jalen Warren back there taking touches here and there? But that, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot though. I did take Jalen Warren as well, so if the man did get hurt. Yeah, you'll be okay. Smart move to get your back up. Round four, you went 
Russell Wilson. Not bad. And should be elevated with Sean Payton. Yeah, and it's like what we were talking about earlier. You know, I don't love it, but at the at the spot right here, it's not too bad. The the this the next pick is where is my first I think mistake. I'm not gonna say a mistake just yet, but um, don't do that. Okay. I've, I've been honest with it. Don't, it's not like I'm over here saying, "Man, my fifth round pick was amazing." Like, I'm, I'm being real. Like, it was, it was a pick that if I could go you back, know you know, it's a question for when I get when I get the text after. Was like, what you think? <laughs> I didn't even do that. You hit me with something pretty quick after that pick. Like, no, 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 no. I tell you exactly what happened. You texted me saying that was a very interesting pick, and then my confidence went down to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. But. I don't know. That was definitely my first mistake. You um, can't call it a mistake yet. Leonard no, you're, Fournette, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Leonard Fournette right, is right. out the door. You're right, you're you right. might have a starting it's running back. It's not a mistake. It's still a potential starting yeah. running back that has good pass catching. I will say, you know, earlier Tyler Algier went at the 5'7". I took Rashad White at the 5'11". I'm personally taking Rashad White over Tyler Algier. I also um, questioned the Algier pick a little bit, but a lot of people are really high on Algier, which Atlanta doesn't add a running back. He was a thousand yard rusher with less than 12 games, I think, starting. Runs with aggression, had a really good college career. I just don't really think he flashes much, but he gets the job done. True. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see about Rashad White. Um, definitely the first, I think, questionable thing I did. Um, going to my next one <laughs> at the sixth round, I took Kenny Pickett. But obviously, come on, come on, come on. T.M. Steele out here, baby, come on. I, got, I had to. I knew I, I, knew, I knew I wasn't going to get him on the way back. And and like I said, I think I commented about it. Didn't love it. I, I said I didn't love it, but, you know, he's still young. You know, we never know. Next was Marquise Brown. Hmm. You didn't know okay. I took Marquise Brown? I didn't. So I, I wanted to go more win now, which Marquise Brown doesn't exactly help with that. But with, with, the, <laughs> I was about to say with the available receivers here, I thought he was the best one available. I think right after that was Kadarius Tony and Elijah Moore. So, like, to me, I'm taking Marquise Brown. Do not sit here and tell me you're taking Kadarius Tony no. over Marquise Brown. No, no. You're taking Elijah Moore over Marquise Brown. No, no. I'm not hearing that. I'm not hearing that. I thought he was the best receiver there, and I wanted to get my third receiver. Cole McCoy for the light shit on fire, huh? Stop. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not like a, a, a more of a, a win now play, but I, I took the best available person right there. Yeah. I thought that was the right person to take. Yeah. Um, I also had my eyes on Mr. Jorge Pickens. Um, but I had two receiver, two uh, Pittsburgh Steelers players already, and Otto took them before me, anyways. So I pivoted. Um, next after that, sorry, I made some trades and fuck me in the past, bro. Jesus Christ! I was about to say you were the one who Literally, was arguing about all the trades. F my life, but. To Brian Tannehill, the nine two. Yeah, you did. Did? Yeah. Any thoughts? Should be a starting quarterback in the league this year. Um, you know, I understand the play. I do. That's all you gotta say about that. Got not much to add. You know. Um. Yeah. I, I, I taking Russell Wilson and Kenny Pickett. I wanted to get my my starting running back. Not starting back. Starting quarterback for this year. It's not even a guarantee he starts, but I think he starts the majority of the year. Hopefully. Um. I just needed a third quarterback. You need to make it to the playoffs and you go sign Josh Dobbs instead of playing Malik Willis. That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. So I'm pretty sure this man will be starting the entire year. Unless they draft somebody. True. So so we'll see. But I took my third quarterback there. Then I took AJ Dillon at the 9-10. 
Then I took uh, Jacoby Myers, and I love, I like Jacoby Myers. I think he's a, he's a he's a great receiver. At the time, I knew he was. I was kind of baking on his landing spot being like a KC or something like that. But, but he landed in New England 2.0. Yeah, pretty much landed in um, in Las Vegas. I didn't love his landing spot, but with Darren Waller leaving, I no longer hate it. I just don't love it either. <laughs> Kind of, I am indifferent. I am kind of indifferent about it. Yeah, the 9 11, 9 11, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> when was your next pick? Um, the next one was at the 11 11. I took Alexander Madison. That still to be to be determined, still to be determined. I'm hoping Miami does the right thing and brings him home because, like, they've They've re-signed all their bun backs. I don't know why. They even reached out to Miles Gaskin, got him back. But go get Dalvin. Go get Dalvin. So I, I took I took Madison because I, Dalvin Cook, there's a lot of talks about him going. I thought I could get potential starting way back, but I also still got a valuable handcuff. So no yeah. complaints there. Um, next I took at the 12-2, Tyler Boyd. 12-2, bro, come on. Don't do that. It's still the 12-2. Okay, the next person after that was Chase Claypool. You know how I feel about Chase Claypool. After that was empty. Don't do that. You know what's crazy? If T Higgins gets traded draft day, he still has a role even with his wide receiver three. He still yeah, has his not a big one, but you know it, he still you, he still he still has done decent things. We're we're gonna. This is some best ball. I don't want to have to decide when to start Tyler Boyd. It's not, but at the same time, like he still. If one of them gets hurt, is Tyler Boyd your wide receiver three? He's number five. Number six, I mean. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Wait, you trying to ride? No, I'm just trying to figure out how your lineup is, but now I'm thinking about it. It's Diggs. Uh, it's um, Diggs, CD. I'll tell you my lineup right now. It's uh, Russell, Najee, Bijan, <laughs> yeah, CD. Yeah, just lock it in there. Diggs, Marquise Brown. Oh, yeah, Marquise Brown. Um, and then I have my choice between Rashad White, Jacob Myers. Um, I guess, or whoever else. And then, can you pick it? Yeah. Who's actually Tyler Boyd? Romeo Dobbs of the 13-11. I think that's a solid pickup. I think when he was healthy, and obviously he's coming in as a sophomore, so he'll have a little bit more experience, but I think that's a great pickup. Um, then Jalen Warren at the 14-2. You got your handcuff. Good price. Took Jeff Wilson at the 15-11. He's still there. He's still in Miami. This is why. That's the thing is like, shit, if he stays and Raheem Mostert is not known for longevity, he still, he can get some. I would be so annoyed if they do all this talking about them finally getting a running back and they just kept the same running back room as last year. I'd be so pissed, but yeah, it is what it is. The next I took Keontae Ingram. That was interesting on your part. It was. The only reason why is because James Conner can't stay healthy. This is true, but the, I don't think anybody's behind James Conner outside of Keontae Ingram right now. That's a smart pickup. He was doing the little targeting of the handcuffs. I see what you got. Yeah, I was trying to do some 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 handcuffs. So, um, Keontae could find himself having a role with Connor can't stay healthy. So that was kind of my mindset. Then I took Jacoby Brissett, seventeen eleven, could be a potential starting quarterback over the Washington. That would be great if he started. It would suck for everyone who has Washington pass catchers though. It would be annoying if you have Terry McLaurin and you got to bank on Jacoby Brissett. Sam Howell, I mean. Sam Howell plays I like didn't it. say it was much better either way. I'm just saying I know what Jacoby Brissett's game is, and it's not deep passes. True. Um, that's true. Curtis Samuel will be lit, though. 
Yeah, which you have him, so good for you. Um, then I took Calvin Austin, 18 2. That boy got hurt. We love us some Calvin Austin. got that heart. We, got, we love us some Calvin Austin. If you want need somebody to run fast in a straight line, that boy got it. <laughs> then, I took, then I took Tyler Huntley at the 1911. Lamar Light. Also, I mean, also, I mean, if, if, if Lamar doesn't play, which I think you said he might, I don't know if he does, if he plays on a tag or not. If he doesn't play or if he sits, Tyler Huntley's starting. Yeah. Corey Davis at the 22. I like that. Chase Edmonds at the 2111. I don't even know where he's at right now. Where's he at right now? I don't even think he's employed right now. Um, <laughs> he worked at Baskin Robbins. I'm pretty sure he worked at Baskin Robbins right now. I, I took him just because he, he has performed in the past in the NFL. He has the pass catching upside. If he lands somewhere decent and he, they utilize him a little more as the pass catcher like he's supposed to be used, utilized. We're in some business. It's the 21st round. 21st round, but. Uh, and then uh then took Mr. Biscuit in the last round. That's nice. Because Kenny, I have sorry, I have Kenny. Yeah. Look, I, I know it's not the best team, not the best team I've drafted and not happy with it too much, but um, you know There's still a lot that could go in your favor. You have the one more. You could tax for that thing. You I could charge people the most exorbitant price to get the one. I could do what you got. You can literally do what you got to do. But I, you could trade back to the one seven, acquire you a DeAndre Swift, <laughs> <laughs> Darren Waller, and just yes, bump that roster up a Darren little Waller, bit. You can, Shoot, you Darren might Waller, go back man. to the one seven, get the one twelve as well, DeAndre get DeAndre Swift, Swift. I do not care. And then <laughs> pair him. Nah, man. I'm, 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 I think Bijan looks nice on this team. Nice. I don't know. Like I said, this team has a lot of question marks. I don't. I don't love it. We'll see what happens, man. You know, I, I have picks. I might say, ball I might say have them picks. You know, like what LA did. Who knows? I know you have the two one as well, which I'd be interested in targeting. I could do some of the two one. Yeah, I'd be interested okay. in getting the two one. What you want for man? Um, I'll wait for landing spots. Why are you like doing that stuff? You like be TV teasing and then with the time. Because comes, like, what can I give you for the two ones? Just say nothing. Doing right just, now. Then just say nothing. Be like, come and see. You want um, Sam Darnold? Let me tell you what I want. You okay. want um? Let me tell you what I would want. You want um? I got your backup. You know, let Russ, me you. Russ be getting hurt. You want? Yeah, you want Jared Stidham for the two? <laughs> two one. Yeah, you get the two one. And I'll throw in. Don't worry, I'll throw in a little, little something for you. Jared Stidham. And I'll Kendrick throw in a little Born. Chase Edmonds in there for you. Jared Stidham and Kendrick Bourne for the two. Yeah. I throw in. I'm talking the Pats wide receiver one. Opportunities like this don't come up every day. To acquire the Pats wide receiver one. Just saying. Something to think about. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll talk when things happen. Just things develop. So I'm definitely going to be um, the market a lot. I haven't done a lot of trading. This is why I'm going to be the first time I'm going to do. Probably going to be involved in a lot of trading. I'm going to be looking into a lot of trading. Just because I'm not happy with the team, so I like to gut it. I'm not going to gut it. No, I'm just saying. Like I'm going to see how it develops. I'm, I'm already gonna... looking to trade Michael Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hit the button and went. <laughs> like right after, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I did." What do you I think did that about Sean White? I did that, and then I was like, "Wait, <laughs> wait, wait!" And then you hit me with the text saying, "That's a very interesting thing." And I'm like, "Man, fuck me, man!" Like, 
was like, I knew I should have done that shit. When I hit the Michael Pittman button and I looked, I was like, mm. and then oh, somebody's yeah. like, do you not like Jerry Drew? And, and the worst part is, I think with the Rashad White pick, I think, nah, I'm not even No, nah, what happened? Were you bagging? Contemplating that one for 30 minutes? I, I, I don't remember if, there was, there, was a, there was two picks that, it was, there was one where I like just woke up and I saw that my times were up and I was like, shit, who do I like? I'm Rashad White. And then there was another time that I was like bagging groceries. Front end was burning down. It was my pick, and I'm like, "Well, I gotta pick somebody." So like, I don't remember if that was Rashad White or not. He said, "One moment, please." It, it, it could not have been, but regardless, regardless, I did it. Like I talked to my wide receiver core for about an hour. I don't love that I'm trying to make out with IU getting the Christian. Which what you want? What you want for uh, IU? I'm gonna cook some stuff up. I'll this, give you. I'll give this you. This roster won't be the same. About, uh, percent. For... This roster won't be the same going into the first week of NFL football. I am. Hey, I'm open for trades. I'm down. I normally am pretty like on the more on the passive side of things, but guess we should do it. Me, and you can. If we can cook a little bit too, when you might. Up. You might see a one seven in Brandon Ayuk going up for the one four. So I'm. I'm about to start moving. People just to get up higher in this in this rookie draft. Don't Who's that the one four? Is it Otto somewhere? I think so. He's one three. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get one three. Cause I think Chris is one four. You know what I say? Quarterbacks are currency. So if I can move a couple of these guys, get up there, get one of the quarterbacks, they start lighting shit up. Welcome back to the Kick and Post YouTube channel and podcast. This is Teal and Steel, episode 18. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we'll be sticking to an audio-only version for now. Hopefully, we'll be able to drop the visual version in about a week and a half or two. All right, enjoy the podcast. That one of these quarterbacks for wide receiver I prefer we might be in business. I'm not done shopping. By the next time we get on here, my roster might hey, have some different assets. And if you want Bijan, you can come talk to me a little bit. Yeah. We can talk. You know, I don't know if I'll do anything, but we can <laughs> feel free. Hey. Free. I don't. I don't. I like. I like to see what what the options are. Tell me something kind of nice, and maybe I'll be interested. I think that's solid. I think that's solid. This has been episode. I called it seventeen. Hopefully, seventeen of Teal and Steel. Um, going forward, I think we're going to start going into some off-season rookie talk leading up to the draft. We'll probably pick one or two prospects in the episode to talk about. Um, there's some fun running backs. We've been watching some film, so we can hop on, talk about landing spots for these guys, where you think they'll go in rookie drafts. Um, yeah, I can't wait to talk to Ty J. Spears. He did UCF so dirty. That's what I knew. That's the truth. Yeah, he's real. But we'll hop on here, talk prospects, talk landing spots. There's going to be a lot of draft prospect talk. Me and Chris are going to be running some highlight videos and talking about some guys as well on the podcast we might hop on and do some of those too so it's really a very exciting time for nfl fans so hopefully y'all enjoy the content can't wait for y'all to see it thank y'all for tuning in keep supporting and we'll catch y'all on the next one peace i'm looking at my team i'm definitely leaving that in